Welcome back to Sit With Brit. This is your host, Brittany Bailey. I'm a writer, podcaster, and digital creator. But most of all, I am just so excited that you're here. So take a seat and let's dive in. Welcome back to Sit with Brit. I'm Brittany Bailey, your host, and today we are with Ari Traverso. She is the founder of Biz Yogi and someone who I've known for years. We were in the same mastermind together for a while, and she's just all around an amazing human. I'm so excited to introduce her to you guys. So, welcome, Ari. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having holding this space and having this uh, moment. Absolutely. So um, I mentioned that you're the founder of Biz Yogi. Tell us a little bit about that because I love the name. It's like these two kind of different worlds, you know, business world and the yoga world. So tell us a little bit about your background and what Biz Yogi is. Yeah, for sure. So for about 20, 21 years now, I've been in the creative world. I've graduated, uh, from university with graphic design, marketing background, and have been working in this field basically since then. Even while I was in college, I was working for photographers. So this has been a very uh, constant. But then in 2005, I became certified to teach yoga. And something inside of me was like, (laughs) like, my mind, my heart, like I had never experienced that before. So for a very long time, I would say for almost 10 years, I freelanced because I've always been a entrepreneur, um, freelanced even when I was at agencies and during the day and then at night and at weekends, I would teach yoga. And then a pivot happened around 2000, maybe like 12, no earlier, like 2008, is when I started doing more of the yoga and less of the creative stuff. Because again, freedom lover over here, I couldn't like sit at a desk, especially somebody else's desk for too long without being like, I need to get out. Plus I'm a gypsy by heart, which means that I love to travel. I've been to over 35 countries and like probably a thousand cities. And because I was fairly well known in the yoga world by that time, um, I was also one of the first people in the world to become an acro yoga teacher, which was a great niche. Um, It was only like 26 of us in the world. So a lot of doors opened for me and I was getting invited to teach in New York, in California, in Germany, uh, South America. And I was like, uh, sit and do like post-production work for photography or like go teach in South Africa for a week. Bye. (laughs) You know, life. Um, So that was really beautiful. And during that time, you know, I was doing a lot of trainings and retreats. So I started taking that leadership role as a mentor and a leader in the in the yoga community or the acro yoga community, mainly, you know, teaching at festivals like Wanderlust and Yoga Journal. So there was a big transition for me there, where I also had a mindset of like, oh, I'm just a graphic designer. To like, oh, I'm like this yoga leader that also sparked like a bigger desire in me to make more of an impact in the world. And then slowly, I, I didn't like never like fizzled out the creative side, but I really owned my yoga entrepreneurship 
went on to like open a studio here in Miami. We were one of the first uh, studios in like the Wynwood Arts District, which I was like the cool, the cool district. And shortly then after, um, you know, I was leading trainings again, like certifying people, mentoring them and the business, their brand, the marketing of themselves to like have a successful yoga business. Um, then I started teaching lectures at different festivals and shortly, like maybe 2012, I was invited to become the owner of the yoga expo, which is the largest yoga trade show in probably the East coast. Um, so I own a yoga trade show that I host yearly and I was like, all right, <laughs> I own a studio. I now own like a 3000 person trade show. Uh, what else can I do? And that's what really like drove me to, I guess, like turned on my ambition or whatever you call it and to really help other people. I wrote a book called The Abundant Yogi, uh, which is a business book for yoga teachers. And now um, for the last five years, I've been running Biz Yogi, which is a consulting marketing base for yoga teachers and um, women entrepreneurs mainly who have impact driven businesses. So that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> That is amazing. Do you know what your human design is? Like I'm, I'm a generator girl. Okay. I was like, <laughs> there's no way because I am too. Um, and so you guys, I, I know probably have heard by now because I talk about human design all the time, but generators, like our whole purpose is to follow the spark or follow things that excite us. And yeah. so often when you're talking to a generator, they're like, I did this and then I did this and then I did this and it all worked out great. And now it's all in this one little package and like, that was very much my life too. So what I love about your story is like, you're saying you allowed yourself to like bring, like you had this business experience and then yoga started like calling to you and you went and did that, but you didn't just keep yoga like to bay and just have that be your, your hobby and keep with your nine to five, because that's like what you were supposed to do. You allowed it yeah. to evolve with your business and allowed the two to kind of coexist and like become this whole new thing. So tell us a little bit about like the mindset, you know, back at that point where you were trying to decide, like, you know, do I go off and travel and, and do this yoga thing and, and teach in South America and all these places, or do I stay at the desk? Was it an easy thing for you? Or did you have like some mindset struggles? No, I, I'm also a Gemini. <laughs> let's let's say that first uh no but I, I do think that plays along with it because I've never been one to mull over things and I I run a a coaching mastermind group and I was this was literally a conversation yesterday I was like when I make decisions I make them quickly and I think that's uh maybe a to my benefit or my demise however you could see it but it makes me learn lessons really quickly <laughs> if I make mistakes, but it also helps me have quicker wins. And ever since uh, I was, I don't know, a little girl, I've always been very much independent. Like I do what I want when I want. Don't tell me how to do it. I got this. Um, my mom told me that my first day of school, I was probably like three. She's like, you had like little, two little pigtails and all the other little girls were crying, mama, mama, mama. And I was like, and she was like, Adi, do you want me to walk you to your class? And I turned around. And I was like, mom, this is my school. And I like turned around and walked away. Like I like 
you know, talk to the hand one. And maybe I was a little bit of a bitch, but it's okay. (laughs) No, but I think that sense of um, independence has always allowed me to literally jump out of the plane and build a parachute because I've never thought about it as a mindset until learning about mindset, right? Like, yeah, for me, it was just my nature. And like I said, I made a lot of mistakes. Like, yes, okay, maybe I went to teach somewhere and we didn't get as many people. I didn't make as much money, but I was like, but the experience was so worth it. Um, so when I started learning about business, cause I went to art school. So I was like, it's all about the art. You know, I was like super bohemian, kind of like the rebel. And, and when I started learning about business, which is funny because both my parents are double masters in economy, come from a long line of entrepreneurs, but I was like, oh, business, bad, fun, life, good. Yeah. <laughs> I hired my first business coach in 2012 when I was kind of depressed because I was in, I was owning a yoga studio and that is not a business model for a generator. Mm-hmm. You're like stuck working Boxed at a desk in. for 10 yeah. hours a day. Um, so I was not in a really good place. And I met this amazing woman who was like, purpose, value, like all these words. And I was like, Whoa, what is this? And then I started really learning about the ins and outs. And I mean, even at the yoga studio, like just learning certain things and making some shifts, we were able to increase our revenue like this. And then that's when I also realized that I don't want to do that anymore. Started my consulting business. And within a year, I had doubled my income because I was in alignment to my business model. Wow. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think just fairly quickly, when I learned about mindset, then I was able to apply my yogic philosophy of like being the observer, right? Because we have these like two aspects of ourselves and one is the one that's over here, kind of like watching over things. I was like, aha. So now I was able to see how my mind worked and I was able to understand and apply more strategic and tactical things that Mm. then started making things move more in flow at the end of the day, like faster, quicker, easier. Yeah. So as I'm listening to your story, you're talking about, you you know, like you had this natural independence and this natural decisiveness, which I love. And I think a lot of us are born with that, but I also think that there are some people who maybe feel like they're not born with that, or they were conditioned at a really young age to do the thing that was expected of them, you know, all of those things. So do you have any advice or any, anything to share with those people who are like, I want to be more like you. I want to be more, um, give myself permission to follow the things that excite me so I can get into alignment. But there's like a really deep rooted fear there that they're going to, you know, not be able to do that and be successful yeah. or, you know, something of that nature. Absolutely. So first you need to understand you. So I, I work, I have a framework. It's my, my four A's assessment is number one assess who you are in your true nature because if you're not outgoing independent and you know this is coming from an introvert which is funny but like if you don't have that innate nature don't try to fix yourself to fit a different mold learn how to use your gifts 
that are true to your heart and soul, apply strategic maybe pivots that can serve who you are. Maybe it's like I said, a different business model, or maybe you're not going to be on video, but maybe you're a great writer. Maybe you need to sit and network. Maybe you don't need to be an entrepreneur, right? So it's okay. (laughs) You can still have a wonderful life working for an amazing company. Um, My husband, not an entrepreneur. He does really well. Um, He's a solar professional and that's great. He likes the stability of things. I am crazy. So it balances. So find, like assess who you are. Do a strengths finder test. I do wealth dynamics. I do the human design, Gallup. I've done them all. And I love them because they each give you a deeper insight right? from professionals who've created these tests. Um, I have a quiz too, uh, an archetype quiz that I'll, I'll share with you guys. So start there. Then you align, right? So you assess and you align. How am I working? What does this look like for me to build my ideal life? Because as much as I'm a business coach, I'm really a life designer. What do you, what do you want in your life? What are your goals? Like, do you want to have a Ferrari or do you want to just move to a two bedroom condo? They're all perfect because they're yours. So then we align how to get there. We start the the planning from the plan. We take action. Action is all based on things I love, things I don't love. Do the things you love. We'll figure out who can help you do the things you don't love. Like you don't love building a landing page in a funnel. I do. So I can help you. You see what I mean? Like you find your people and you find those who you want to collaborate with, who going back to align are also aligned to your core values. Yeah. And then we hold the accountability. Like who's holding you accountable to reach your dreams? Because if not, if you don't have this piece, all this will take so much longer. That's why people love coaches and consultants because we're like, hey, you said you wanted to do this and like you were really excited about it, but it's been two weeks and I know you're not as excited anymore because we project managed it and you're like, whoa, that looks really scary. But when you do things at your pace, your pace, not my pace, not Brittany's pace. Things become digestible. They become more feasible and, and real tangible. So that's my advice. Yeah. I love that. And what's so interesting is like, I know I've worked with a lot of coaches. I've written for a lot of coaches and often we, that first piece that you mentioned, the awareness is totally skipped over. So we jump right into like, especially kind of in the hustle culture, or, you know, a lot of times just in the internet marketing culture in general, it's like, here is what you should want. <laughs> it's right. the Ferrari, it's the passive income, it's making money while you're on the beach. There's like these kind of archetypes that we're like trained to, yeah. to want. And if you don't have the awareness, like for me, I knew I didn't really want, like, I don't want a multi-million dollar business at, at this point in my life. I don't want to have to manage the team for that. You know, like I know that about myself. I'm not a team manager, (laughs) you know? And so I would, I could do it all day. I could try to, you know, ram myself into this business model and I would come out completely burned out. And so I think that's beautiful what you're saying, because it's the foundation for everything else. Everything that you're doing in your business starts with awareness, really. 
Yeah. So you talk a lot about alignment and I would love to know your definition of alignment and like what that means to you as you are creating your business. Well, for me, the word alignment is really comes from the physicality of yoga. Like if we just, you know, if you look at, or even if, if you work out, if you have your feet incorrect, let's say, again, you're doing warrior two, typical pose, right? Let's say your foot's pivoted in, then your knee drops in. That's going to affect your hip, your sacrum, your spine, your neck. You're out of alignment. So always look at your foundations. And that's why I say, pick your business model that's right for you. Because let's say, again, like you and I work in the digital marketing space and I'm like, you need to make an online course because that's good. That's what's going to bring you the passive income and da-da-da-da-da. But my client is like more of a crafty person and they want to make physical products and I'm pulling them into this box that they don't fit in or like me working at the yoga studio. I'm a terrible manager. Awful because I'm also I'm the creative. So I'm and I'm fast and I'm highly skilled. So imagine my poor people at the front desk. I was like running through them. They were like, Ari's scary. No shit, I'm scary. Because I'm like moving at a speed that's not human-like for some people, right? And mm-hmm. so I was the manager. That's not the place for me. So if you're not in that alignment, how are you going to ever feel? successful, fulfilled, you're always going to feel like something's off. So if your foot's wrong in your mat, or you are in a wrong position in your business, something's going to feel off. And you're not going to be happy because at the end of the day, like, again, life designer. And my ultimate goal, again, as a yoga teacher, meditation teacher, is for you to find utmost joy. Without that, nothing else matters. You could be the richest person in the world and unhappy. It's, it's so beautiful because alignment, I think like, and maybe this is again, coming from kind of like the hustle culture, but oftentimes it's given, like it's seen as fluffy, like, Oh, alignment, you know, it's something that changes. It means when you just wake up in the morning, you don't want to do this, then you're not in alignment. And what you're saying, what I have experienced is it's actually the foundational piece of your business. And then when you're talking, like you talked about your framework, accountability, there are days when you are fully in alignment, but you don't feel like doing what you want to do, or you don't feel like doing the thing. And that's like the other beautiful side of spirituality and this whole wellness world that we're in is like, that's when we get to practice personal accountability and, you know, keeping ourselves on track because we know I'm doing the thing that I'm meant to be doing, even if it doesn't feel great today, even if I'm exhausted today, even if whatever, I'm still in this place. And so that's to me, like the version of hustle culture in this (laughs) space, you know, it's, it's like a completely different way of looking at things. But for me, it's been a game changer because it's so much kinder to our soul. (laughs) It's so much more gentle and yet we still get results. I mean, your, your book about abundance for yoga teachers, like there are so many creatives out there who are making tons of money and are extremely successful and they're not buying into any of this generated hustle culture type mentality at all. 
Yeah. And honestly, like the word hustle to me, when I'm doing something I love, I, I don't mind hustling. Like, yeah. it's not a bad word to me when you're like, I, for me, it's more like when you're grinding, right. When you're like, there's friction. Cause like, sometimes like, I don't know, I, I I'm a Miami girl, I'm Peruvian, but I'm a Miami girl. And so like, you know, sometimes you got to hustle and make some move, yeah. but if you love it, like today, you know, I'm like on this podcast, I'm going to go to like this online networking thing for speakers and coaches. Um, that to me is like, okay, I'm hustling today, but that's like a cool hustle. Not like yeah. the grinding, like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. So, you're so right. They're different. Yeah. They're different. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I love what I do. And, and okay. So maybe I, I did a 10 hour work day today, but like, I got to help awesome people. I built somebody's brand. Like now my client has a website, you know, like that's cool. Grinding sucks. Yes. Yeah. You're so right. Cause there have been times when I'm launching stuff for myself that I work like insane amounts of days. Like, you know, I'm working 12 hour days. I'm bringing my laptop from room to room to room as I'm doing laundry to like keep typing, (laughs) you know? And if I hated what I was doing, oh my gosh, how miserable would I be? but I loved it. And so it's so it's, it's a completely different way of looking at things, you know? So I appreciate you sharing that. Um, tell us what motivates you as you are going through all of this. Is it just to be more joyful and experience joy and experience everything that life has? Do you, I know you search for freedom. And so a lot of entrepreneurs do, I definitely have that too, but tell us a little bit about what motivates you. Um, it's funny, like I've been sitting with this word, like what motivates me? And I was uh, on my friend's podcast yesterday and she asked me the same thing. And I was like, right now, what motivates me is my daughter. Mm-hmm. I have a two-year-old. If you asked me like two years ago or whatever, I was pregnant two years ago, but like three years ago, what motivated me? It was more like to just be able to do whatever I want, whenever I wanted. Now, I guess that's been my MO, like since I told you I was three. but now it's really about legacy. Like, how can I set her up for success? And how can I be a better role model for her? And, and that has two, two phases. Phase one is the being right. Like who, who am I? How am I showing up? Like, does she look at me and I'm always like tired or am I like working out and fit? We're eating healthy food. Like we're enjoying nature. We're having experiences. And then the second side is the money side, which sometimes in like our holistic culture, we don't talk about. I love money because yeah. I can do cool things with it. Um, we had a really, really terrible oil spill in Peru um, about two weeks ago in, in like pristine, like rookeries with like, penguins and all sorts of like I was able to donate right so to me it's like how am I using my resources because right now I don't have a ton of time for those of you with toddlers you know that right (laughs) so I don't have the time like to go and volunteer but I can use my money um and I also like I love investing like I want to get more properties and like I have an Airbnb property and I love it. So it gives me like fun, like ways to not just have like this business with the consulting, all this stuff. And so those are my two motivators. Like I want to set her up for success 
And I want to make money so that I can do good things with it. Like money is currency. It's an exchange. Yeah. So if it comes to me, I know that, you know, I can support my parents. I can support my in-laws. Um, yeah, I can hire people, which means that we're fueling our economy. Like I believe in conscious capitalism and small mm -hmm. businesses. So if I can, you know, pay an assistant or hire a marketer from like our sphere, that's great. Like even my designer, I have a designer in India. Like I know when I hire him, I always leave him a tip because I know that's going to go. He has like four children and a whole family to feed. That makes me happy. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love that. I love what you're saying. So as you are, you know, saying all of this, I'm picturing somebody who is realizing that they're probably in the wrong business. Like it's not letting them up anymore. They set it up you know, back maybe, I know this happened to me, like I set my business up kind of in a survival mode way. Mm. And then at a certain point I got to down the road and I was like, oh, I don't really want an agency with a big team, you know, but it was something that I did just out of survival mode. So someone is there, they're realizing they kind of set something up wrong. What kind of steps could they take to explore other business models or see what else is out there without, you know, causing detriment to what they've already built? Like how are, how can they go through and see some other options and see what might be in alignment with them. For sure. Um, to me, that, that word is expansion, right? And not expansion of like your client base necessarily, but it's expansion of your ability. Um, so for example, I have, a, I have a client, she's a yoga teacher, personal trainer, and wellness, like she's a wellness expert. And she's been like doing this one thing, like working with a private client, like at her home, she's making good money, but she's like, I'm like meal prepping. She's like, I don't want to meal prep. Right. I'm like, okay, but that's giving you most of your money right now. So don't stop because you need, you need to feel safe. Like if we look at the chakras <laughs> or like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, like same, same, your root chakra, if that's out of alignment, then nothing else is going to flow. Right, so let's keep the foundations steady as we explore how else you can show up as a um, revenue source for your business, if we're talking about business. So do you want to create an online course? Do you want to write a, a physical book? Do you want to create a, a product? Do you want to open up a shop? Like what, what yeah. fuels you? Because if you don't want to be in like somebody's house, then like, well, let's get you out of there and do something else. But we got to plan it. This is what most people, <laughs> I heard, um, you probably know, like Alex Sharfran. I listen to his podcast sometimes. And in one podcast, he said, those who plan succeed. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> that's so good. Because I'm so spur of the moment. So sometimes I don't plan. But ever since I started planning, working backwards from the goal, it gives you clarity. And you're like, aha, this makes sense. Oh, ooh, no bueno. This does not fit like what I want to do. So that way you avoid calling your coach and being like, I'm overwhelmed. I don't like this. I'm exhausted. What's well, like, okay, I get that. You gotta, you gotta do this right now as we pivot and figure out what other ways and everything, you know, one thing I have to tell people, like if you're just starting out, like a new aspect of your business, it's going to take time. Not everything is a lottery ticket. 
It's not like, oh, I'm going to make an online course because this is what a lot of people say. I, I made an online course and I had a $25,000 launch. I'm glad you did, but that's one out of maybe a hundred, a thousand people. And you don't know what that one person has been doing for the last seven years to build, yes. right? So just because you see like these successful stories, don't assume that if you do that one thing, it's going to give you those results. Everything's very personal. And again, let's say you've been working as an accountant for the last 10 years, and now you want to have like a consulting based accounting business, but you don't have any potential clients. It's going to take time and hustle, <laughs> yeah. right? Like in the totally. beginning, you, you've got mm -hmm. to put in the work. You have to go to BNI meetings, show up on LinkedIn, maybe start a YouTube channel. Like you've got to do things. And yeah. if that doesn't bring you joy, then it's not going to work. And then we have to pivot again. But the pivoting takes takes time and that's what you don't get back. So just be cognizant of those things. A hundred percent. And that's, you know, something that I always say when I'm talking about the internet marketing world is like, we often see the overnight successes that took 13 years to make. And they're these made into these clickbaity things and these posts, these Facebook posts, because somebody's selling consulting and I love it. You know, people tell their story and they're proud of it and yeah. that's great. But we also want to recognize that that's not the entire story. One Facebook post is not the entire story. And so people will make decisions. I think I've seen this in students that I've worked with and even myself will make decisions on containers like an online course or a mastermind or whatever, because we're doing mental math and we're saying, okay, this is, that'll make it, you know, an easy win for me. And then I can leapfrog to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And so I always say like, find your thing, like your goal, like you're saying and work backwards and know that you might not be in love with every single step, but if you're in love with the end result, then it makes it so much smoother of a path because you know where you're going, you know what you want and you're feeling, you know, in alignment. I know I'm sure you've experienced this when you're in alignment, even the things that you don't want to do are not that bad. They're yeah, not that hard. Like everything totally. else kind of flows. Like if you tell me like, oh, Ari, you have to start a YouTube channel, which, you know, I have and talk about the things you love, like, okay, maybe like putting on the makeup and like sitting in front of the camera and like editing the video, like, ugh. Um, mm -hmm. but what was I talking about? Like three cool ways that you can generate new clients. Like that lights me up or like how to be in alignment, you know? So, um, again, like look at, look at the vision of each, each piece of the business. Look at the bit, like I say, macro to micro. Mm -hmm. If you're, if you're connected with the big vision of like your life and how you want to show up, like you'll make the time to do the YouTube video instead of like sitting around and moping or eating shit on Instagram. I cuss. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. I'm the cussing. <laughs> and totally fine. <laughs> so it's, it, it really is about like finding your timeline, not finding it really. You create it, you create your timeline. And, you yeah. know, if we say, okay, let's create your freebie, your, you know, 10 ways to lose weight without doing exercise. Ugh, not true. Got to do some exercise. Mm -hmm. um, write it like stay up till midnight, but let, like get it done because yeah. that's going to also be like, oh man, 
this is done. I have this really cool guide that I can share and run some ads to and grow an audience so I can help those people. Yeah. You see? So macro yeah. to micro. Yeah. And I think that is kind of like a misconception around, you know, looking into the, the more like woo way of operating a business is that we are thinking like every single thing, every single to do item on my list is going to bring me immense amounts of joy. Not necessarily, right? Like I love recording this podcast. When we're done, I'm going to go write the show notes, schedule the email. Like that's not the most exciting thing in the world to me. This is, but where I'm at in my business, I'm doing it myself. And that's just, you know, that's fine for me. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's like understanding that alignment or, you know, operating your business in a very conscious way doesn't mean that you have to go through and audit all of your tasks and make sure that they're all, you know, tens for you. It just means that you are ultimately working towards something that is alignment with your personality and in alignment with the lifestyle that you want and the business that you want to create. And then these little tasks at some point you can outsource and it's not that big of a deal. Exactly. And like, that's why I'm like, when you're in the beginning, you're bootstrapping things and you're learning skill sets that maybe you do for right now. And you're like, oh God, this video editing thing sucks. And it's like, okay, it sucks now. Yeah. Bigger vision, bigger vision, bigger vision. And if you're like, I hate this, take out a loan. <laughs> like if you're that committed, take out a loan and just hire a team. Yeah. Like there's always a way, like Marie Forleo says the best, everything's figure outable. Yep. So you either try, do, or have somebody else, but like somebody's got to publish your podcast, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I want to be cognizant of our time. Tell everyone, I know you have a checklist that you mentioned, which sounds awesome. So tell us a little bit about the checklist. Yeah. So it's called the ABC, <laughs> the aligned business checklist. And it's a fairly long, now that I look at it, I was like, oh, this is really cool. Um, fairly long, but easy to look at. And it, it breaks down all the essential parts of business with like the pieces. So marketing, branding, um, I'm like, I wish I could show it to you guys, but you can just click on the, on the link below and grab it. Um, but it's, it also helps you quantify. So I tell you like, write some numbers as to all the things, like give yourself points, like one point, one point, one point. And at the end you're like, oh, I have a lot more stuff than I thought I did for mm -hmm. my business. You know, that's online. It's mainly an online business uh, checklist, but also gives you space to like write out your mission, your vision. Um, you know, what are the ways you're making money? Like it, it really helps you see your business. So it's, it's like a checklist guide planner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Over, over ambitious uh, checklist. And at the end you're like, Oh, I have more stuff or like, Oh, I need to get my stuff together and like fill out this chunk, right? The branding chunk I have, but none of the marketing chunk or none of the sales chunk or like, yeah. Oh, I don't have my prices set up correctly. So it does give you an opportunity to like take time and fill things out, quantify it. And then you'll see afterwards, you can um, join my free Facebook group. It's called the Align and Abundant Entrepreneur Movement. And I have a masterclass that you can watch that gives you um, 
a bit more understanding about like brand and positioning and how you're showing up in the marketplace. And so that's all free. So you guys can get a feel for, well, I mean, now you got to feel for who I am, <laughs> my crazy mm-hmm. ways and, but also more of my like strategic tactical. So everything is starts with that checklist for me. It's a great way. Awesome. And I know you have an Instagram with awesome reels. I've been watching your reels. So uh, we'll put your Instagram handle down here too, so they can go find you there. Yeah, please. Well, thank you so much for your time. I'm so appreciative of it. And everyone go follow RA. She's amazing and um, get in alignment, understand what that means and how that can impact your business. So thank you so much, Ari. Thank you, of course. Thank you for listening to Sit With Brit. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this so I know what kind of content is helpful and relevant to you. You can always reach out to me at Brittany Bailey, B-A-Y-L-E-Y on Instagram or hello at BrittanyBailey.com on email. Thank you again and I will see you in the next episode.